Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. November 20th is Trans Remembrance Day, and Langley, British Columbia lawyer Scott Taylor is uh, representing a trans client in family court, seeking co-custody of her two children. Now, it's interesting what's, uh, what's happened so far, and I have uh, understanding of what's happened, but let's find out on the air. Um, Scott Taylor, Taylor Law Group in Langley, British Columbia. Good to talk to you again, Scotty. How are you? Well, well, you know what? It's always nice to chat. Roy, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me back. Nice to be back. Yeah. Hi, Riley. Thanks uh, for coming on. Good to talk to you. Uh, you too. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. So, uh, Scott, why don't you give us a bit of an idea? It's sure. Trans Remembrance Day today. What was the well, fundamental issue that the court was looking at? Well, uh, I, I should say that um, Riley has been a longtime client of mine. And she has faced a number of challenges, both in her personal life, which she can uh, tell you about, and her legal life is when I got involved. And that legal life involved fighting over a number of years to reconnect with her two children, two preteens, and to, 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 to be granted additional parenting time. Each and every instance required Riley and myself to return to court to get that time. And uh, those challenges, I'm, I'm very pleased to say, have recently been overcome and uh, very pleased at the result. And uh, uh, Riley has accomplished what is so important for trans parents everywhere, which is uh, shared parenting with her children. Yeah, there's um, so much misunderstanding and uh, so much uh, uh, fiction about trans people. And it's, I, think, I, think, I think our society is becoming more aware now which is a positive development. But, Riley, if I, if I can just ask you, before we talk about the case, and we talk about, and I'm so sorry you had to fight to see your kids, but uh, Trans Remembrance Day, what does it mean to you? Um, well, actually, this is, um, I think uh, this is part of uh, it's Trans Remembrance Day, but it's, uh, it's also Trans Awareness Week. So um, I think, I think to me, um, it's 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 Trans Remembrance Day is supposed to be um, it, it basically is just supposed to focus on uh, in a big way um, the, those that that we've that we've lost to um, to to difficulties and and things like hate crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you just heard, but there was um, there was just recently an incident down in Colorado um, where. Uh, a nightclub, a queer nightclub was attacked and a bunch yes. of people were killed. Five people killed, 18 were wounded. That's right. So it just so happens to be right before Trans Remembrance Day. Yeah. Um, coincidentally. And um, so, I mean, today is just to remember those that didn't have it as good or as easy or have somehow been hurt or lost, lost their lives um, due to um, hate, basically. Yeah, and I, I led into this uh, interview, our conversation, with that question for a specific reason. Um, and it's anytime, um, I talked to Scott about this before on different cases, where a parent seeks to either get access to their children 
or increase access or in other circumstances try to get, gain custody. What is really troubling is when a parent feels it's necessary to use the court to try to gain uh, access to their children, Riley. In your case, it wasn't the – I don't know if there's such a thing as a typical case. But in your case, the, the trans aspect of your life was part of it, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. Um, not, I mean, it was, it was always a part of everything. Um, but it, it wasn't actually, it wasn't commonly known and it wasn't brought to light, um, until, um, this year actually. So, you know, I've been working with Scott for a few years and he didn't know. And a lot of people didn't know that even mid transition, um, or I shouldn't say mid transition because, Transitioning can take anywhere from, you know, several years to the rest of your life, depending on how you look at it. But, um, you know, I'm two, almost two years in, and um, nobody really was of the wiser because I hadn't, I hadn't really given an announcement. Um, I, hadn't told, uh, I hadn't told Scott. I hadn't told a lot of people. Um, and then it came time to really buckle down on everything we've been working on on this case. And I just, I'd always told myself that at some point I wanted to be able to um, use, not use, but I wanted to be able to come out and basically um, be transparent about um, such a big thing in my life, um, even if it, if it had to happen in court, which, which it actually ended up happening. Now, I, I did tell Scott and the people involved prior to, you know, much prior to, so everybody was, was prepared. Um, but we decided to, um, we decided to divulge that information as part of our statement, um, during the big trial at the end of this case, which, um, which I was very happy about. Scott, why don't you jump in? Well, <laughs> thanks, Rod. Um, well, I think with this decision, really comes down to, and it always comes down in any family law case in Canada, is that the court, the judge, is only looking at what the best interests of the children are. And there's a number of factors that, that a judge uses to determine, you know, to make a decision. Like, what is in the best interest of this child or these children? And there are a number of things. Relationship with the kids, the, the relationship with the parents, the wishes of the children, a whole variety of factors. But what this case clearly demonstrates, and other cases across Canada clearly show that gender is is not the issue. Good parenting and good parents, and I'm including Riley as a good parent, knows no gender. And, and I think that is really the essence of what this is all about and the message I think that, that Riley and I would like to send to other trans parents, wherever they may be. It is, it is not a disadvantage in decisions involving children and what a loving parent can do and what a loving parent, who a loving parent can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that, that realization it doesn't come easy for, for many, but, but it's a fact. Mm-hmm. And so loving and caring for your children is not defined by your gender. And that, uh, that I think, in this particular case, I, and I think the judge... In this particular case, realize that in hearing about Riley 
and what Riley had done and was prepared to do for her children. And and I think, uh, Riley, you would agree that the judge was in, uh, she paid attention to that in particular, in all of the other things that were said. Mm-hmm. You know, what you just said, to me anyway, it's about a parent, a loving parent, and a relationship with the parent and the children. That's as clear to me as these big lights that are on above my head. <laughs> it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, they're your kids. You love them. They love you. You want to see them. I'm, and the judge obviously concurred, yes? Well, clearly. Oh yeah, we know. No, the judge, the, the judge clearly in in again in her decision um, made it very clear that the share and and Riley uh, was uh, was granted shared parenting, which is essentially equivalent parenting to whatever parenting time the mother had. That's the time, the parenting time now that that Riley has with her children. Mm-hmm. So so that is and 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 I think uh, Riley had spoken had previously spoken on occasion with with her children as well. So, so Riley, Scott brought up uh, communicating with your kids. How, how do you explain to your children, or did you even have to, because you're, you're the parent? Um, well, my, I, guess a, I guess some explanation is necessary, right? Clearly, yeah. Um, yes, I mean, um, no, I wasn't, it wasn't very obvious that I was struggling with my gender um, most of my life. Uh, my kids being both being around 10 years old right now, um, you know, they knew me despite the challenges um, <clears throat> with, with custody and such, you know, and the limited time that I had with them over the years, you know, I was still able to see them, you know, enough that they knew who I was, right? There was no, there was no issue with uh, them being estranged or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but until I explained it to them, they would have, they would have had no idea. Um, so my two children were the first ones that I actually came out to out of everybody. And the reason is, is because there's nobody, they're the closest people in my life. Mm-hmm. And, them knowing matters more than anybody else knowing. And I didn't want to hide it from them. And I definitely didn't want them to find out after a whole bunch of other people found out. So I made the decision. It was very easy for me to tell them. And it isn't something that they didn't know about. Um, because nowadays, um, you know, LBGTQ support and inclusion as part of the school curriculum in many ways. So it's not like they didn't know about um, LBGTQ people, um, but uh, they had no idea that one of their parents was. So um, it only led to an enrichening of our relationship. Um, yeah, I, I just have a feeling that uh, your kids, the fact that you told them first, as they grow up and they are more with you and you're one of her, their two parents, they will appreciate, the older they get, the more mature they get, they will appreciate the fact 
that you told them and you told them first. I think I that will so, be yeah. really important to them. Oh, I, I agree. I agree, Roy. And, and, you know, Roy, a court is really where you actually hear someone tell, yeah, yeah. tell the court who, who they really are. Yeah. So I, sure. I have nothing but the uh, utmost respect for Riley's courage and determination. So he's shown throughout this. So, so let me ask you this, Scott. Is it different when you go to court and the laws are written, supposedly cut and dried, here's the law, <laughs> right? And then they have, that's why we have appeals courts when they re-examine. I know the process. I understand it. But when you go to court and you represent Riley or you re- represent another trans uh, parent in a situation, in a family uh, dispute, is there a different atmosphere in the court? It is, is it different than if you had, if you didn't have a trans person well, with you? You know, it's an interesting question, Ryan. I, I would say the answer, the answer is yes. I, I wanted, in Riley's situation, to make it clear from the start about the challenges that Riley was facing. And those included challenges in her personal life and her legal life. I mean, that is because it shows the courage, the determination, and it is just such a powerful message, I believe, the court needs to hear. I mean, judges don't hear that honesty from parents sometimes in court. And I wanted it to be one of the, one of the most important things that this court was aware of was how much effort, determination, and commitment that Riley was prepared to make for the sake of her relationship with her children. What did the judge say? What did the judge say in the... Well, the judge... (laughs) Well, now the judge, at the end of the uh, the trial, the judge simply, she began by launching into basically giving us the, the parenting time. We were we were looking for. In other words, the judge didn't specifically make any reference to gender at all in her reasons. She just simply launched into that decision that basically gave Riley the parenting time that, that we were looking uh, for her to, 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 um, to be granted. So, but, uh, but I think, uh, you know, under the, the surface or between the lines, um, Roy, I would I would say that uh, she was uh, mightily impressed with um, with Riley and what Riley had to say. And, and again, it isn't. I mean, because you're a transparent, doesn't automatically give you more parenting time. There are far more factors that are involved in that consideration. But I think that that uh, the courage that Riley uh, demonstrated on the stand was a powerful powerful factor in in the grant in the judge granting uh her the parenting time with the children okay and that the children would benefit it was in the best interest of the children that riley played a part in their life as much of a of an influence as their mother if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.